everyone, and welcome to another episode of Zing This. That was a lot. <laughs> you got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And am I still there because she cut out? Yes, you are still here. Awesome, and you got me, Berg. Awesome. <laughs> I um, heard, and you got me, at... God damn And that it. was all I heard. <laughs> um, so... Today's episode is technically our 4th of July episode, because um, I, I know we're, we're so up to date, this episode will be coming out, oh, if I do my editing on time, and if I put it out on time, um, almost uh, three weeks after the 4th, so uh, yay, timely topics. Um, better late than never. We're still in July, at least. Yes. All right. So, um, the proposition was made for us to do a double feature of Independence Day and Hamilton. Well, due to our busy schedule and everything going on, we're just going to talk about Hamilton. Why? Because I guess we could do the the yin and yang of the first Independence Day versus the yang that is the second Independence Day, as in a good movie and a really bad movie. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Bill Rude, that's your warning. Yes, Bill, <laughs> Bill Rude, you have been warned. Um, also, I just want to give a shout out and once again a thank you to everyone that participated in our Ellie finally watched Endgame episode. Yay! So, so that, that that was very fun. Um, Phil was actually messaging me during the episode and was like, "I feel like one of her cry moments. I hopefully is when um the Hulk dabbed." And he's like, well, I wasn't far off. <laughs> so, yeah. Ellie, where are you with your MCU? Oh, wah, wah. Uh, you said, it. I remember in the ending. I'm like, hey, she didn't. I, I was supposed to watch Spider-Man. Um, I didn't realize that Hamilton was almost three hours. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, that's. I'll try to do it this week. I'll try to watch it this week. Cool. Uh, on the flip side of that, I know that um, there's going to be other stuff later, but uh, Eric, yeah or nay for the Loki finale? Uh, by, by the uh, way, um, 100% wrong with my prediction, but person I mentioned is involved, so yay? Uh, overall, a thumbs down. Okay. For, for the whole series or just that episode? My Okay, episode of the six episodes. Episode five is one of my favorite things in all of the MCU. Episodes one through four and episode six are probably some of my least favorite things in the MCU. All right. I don't know how they got it so right with one episode and so wrong with five others, but we'll get to that at some other point. At and that's some, my opinion. At some other point. But in the meantime, we are going to discuss the hit Broadway play. Is that, is that the proper way to describe this? Musical. Yes. Uh, a musical. Not off- a play. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> so much. It's not just a musical. It's an American musical. Thank you so much, everyone involved in this so far. This Actually, came- <laughs> This came to us as a recommendation from our longtime fan, Fulcrum. So, with that being said, I'm going to stop gritting my teeth at the two of you and get back to talking normal. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so what is your all's experience with this? Like, how did this come across your, your plate prior to me telling you, Hey guys, we got to watch this. Um, well for me, I, I knew about it. I didn't want to spend the like $500 for nosebleed seats just to see it. Cause it like blew up 
Everyone was talking about it. It was the thing to do is to go see this musical. Even if you have never seen musicals before, <laughs> this was the musical to go see. Um, so I was always excited about it. So I am correct in saying this has been around since 2015. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, okay. It's I just wanted to make sure I had the correct dates and yes. stuff. Because um, yeah. I did give a wrong date for how long Thor's been around. Oh, Okay, well... So, 1,500 years, not 5,000. There. Can't be called out now. Continue. <laughs> um, but just just like I said, though, I, I've always been intrigued by it. I was always excited when we got Disney Plus, um, and they had the Disney Plus, like... It's not a movie. I, they called it their movie version, but it was just a production of one of the... Um, one of the shows from New York City. Like, it was just a recording of the... But, obviously, a little bit better camera angles because there was some zoom-ins and some pan-arounds and stuff like that. So, obviously, it was made for, you know, a TV audience. But, um, but yes, I was very excited when I... And I just had never watched it. So, it's very excited to have the opportunity to, to watch it. All right, Berg, how about you? I remember hearing about this when it first came out. Um, my girlfriend is a, A, she's a big fan of musicals, and B, she's a history professor. So she was a fan of, or she had kind of been on top of this and kind of knew about it. And so she talked about it. And I remember saying, like, oh, that's kind of a cool uh, concept. I like when things will be like set in a certain period, but use modern music. Uh, I always think of like a Knight's Tale, or there's actually another. Uh, historical musical called Bloody Andrew or Buddy Buddy Andrew Jackson, which is a rock opera about Andrew Jackson. So I was like, oh, it's like one of those kind of things. Uh, but then, yeah, all of a sudden it blew up. And actually, I was I've been in New York a couple times since it was, and we were like, should we maybe attempt to get tickets? And it was just like, I mean, to even get into the lottery to potentially get tickets was just ridiculous. So we were like, never mind. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, then then last year. The version came out on Disney Plus, and we were excited to see it. And actually, on Fourth of July last year, we we grilled some burgers and and stuff, and then we sat down and watched it. And uh, yeah, that was my experience with it. And kind of like Ellie said, it was it was really good. It was you know it was just them taping it, but it was clearly meant. It wasn't just like hey, let's hit the camcorder and roll. Like they, it's sort of like when they do like you know uh, like comedy specials and stuff like that. They have like the camera movements and stuff like that. So uh, it was it was kind of like getting a nice little movie version of it but also like getting the the broadway experience at home as well so that was my that's been my experience actually seeing it myself but yes i remember i was very aware of all the build-up and it sweeping the tonys and doing all that kind of stuff like that so so i yes. guess it's on to me now for my reveal of um mm. something <sighs> go ahead and embarrass yourself you uncultured swine thank you um, so my knowledge of this is several memes, several jokes, several things about this show. Um, I know that on, um, Helsing a Bridge, they did a joke where it was them using the, um, one of the songs from this for that, talking about, um, Anderson, except for instead of Hamilton, it's Anderson. That's where I got first introduced to it was through a Team Four Star thing. So uh, there's your Dragon Ball Z reference for the day. Uh, we'll get a Simpsons one in there, I'm sure later. But oh, it'll happen. Yes. Um, maybe from Ellie this time. 
But Fulcrum, I just want to tell you this. I tried. I really tried. I really tried. And I just could not get into this. I am so sorry. Like, I I love history. And I I love a lot of stuff, but I I I just couldn't get into this. And I'm and yes, Ellie is correct. I am an uncultured swine because I should have been oh, able to. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I, I tried so hard. I promise you I did, but I just could not stay focused on this for for long enough to finish it. So I apologize. So this is a more Eric and Ellie heavy episode because one, I feel you two are more cultured than me when it comes to stuff like this. And two, I just cannot do an entire musical. There has to be spoken, like, actual dialogue that isn't being sung every now and then for me to lash on to, at least for a bit. But this is... This this is the part where Ellie's like, well, obviously you didn't watch until Act 2 or something. Oh, well, I knew that just based off of a comment you made, but anyway. Well, I mean, I didn't know how far it went. So, so there. There's, there's me sitting here. I, tr- I tried. I really did just couldn't get through it so i'm sorry i have failed anyways um with that being said ellie i'm giving you the reins to this episode i'll i'll make comments off to the side like you did during army of the dead i think you (laughs) chose the better movie to or better thing to kind of not finish where i chose the Thing that I probably should have finished because I I guarantee you everyone is looking down their nose at me going pathetic. I I am. I the, hope so. I am the meme where it is whoever you want to put there. Um, Omni Man going pathetic. A cat looking down going pathetic. I'm sure there's another one I'm not thinking of right now from the memes, but yeah. So Ellie, take I mean, the reins. I was just gonna say honestly, don't don't feel bad or uncultured or anything like that like musicals are definitely like a they're they're not for everyone um i i mean i i enjoyed watching this it's by no means my favorite musical Hmm. um i don't understand why it's become like the super crazy huge blowout success that it that it has become um but yeah so i mean i i I don't think it's anything to like, like feel bad or whatever about like i sit there and i can't think of any like andrew lloyd webber musical i've ever seen i've told people this i'm like i don't really like andrew lloyd webber and he and everyone was like oh blasphemy oh you're an uncultured swine so i feel you on that like you get that and i'm like i just don't like his stuff that much so i get it and and i get where you're coming from. i don't and it's not about <laughs> the updated like like thing with it because um i will say this romeo and juliet with uh, leonardo dicaprio where it's like modern that's day but different they... that's a movie though Amazing. and that but that's a movie and you cannot compare a movie with a musical i don't care what you say but what if the movie's a musical but it's not the same though a theater production is not the same as a ellie can you please pronounce it correctly <laughs> theater production <laughs> but you have to say it theater theater, theater. Even though it is, even with the R-E, it is theater, but still, theater. Yes. You can't, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I will say that till I'm blue in the face. Blue in the face, you cannot compare the two. I admit, I love that movie. I, I was just using it as an example. Someone's like, oh, so you're not on board for them updating and doing, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's just, I could not latch on to this for some reason. But um, I'm not a super big musical fan, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you do, obviously... You have to be 
okay with musicals to I think enjoy pretty much any musical. I mean, it's it's a little different when you're sitting there watching people sing the whole time. It is hard for some people. I I totally get it. I guess what I'm more disappointed at is the fact that you couldn't just sit and watch this one production. That's that's where I'm more. I don't care if you didn't like it or not, but the fact that you just couldn't sit and watch it is a little ridiculous. Thank you. No thank problem. You for, thank you for shooting me down so hard. No, right now. that I keep it real. You you obviously do. <laughs> I do. Um, also, I, I guess in, in more defense of myself, as I feel like I need to now, not thanks to the <laughs> listener, but thanks to Ellie, I did in high school perform in two musicals. Neither role I had had a singing part in it. So that might also tell you something yes. about my musical talent. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof and um, Bye Bye Birdie. So, And in Fiddler on the Roof, I was the constable. And Bye Bye Birdie, I was just one of the parents. So, You were also the constable. It was the same constable, and it bridges those two musicals. Yes, uh, yes, they're actually connected. It, it, <laughs> I, I went to hiding after Fiddler on the Roof. Oh my gosh! And became just one of the parents in that. Yes, they, that 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 is um, in Zingness um, history. That 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 is chronologically correct. All right, Ellie, I'm going to let you take the reins for a little bit on this, since as I've already pointed out, um, I might just do some little facts on Hamilton the person to see how accurate it is because I'll make statements you guys are going to be like no that, that's, that's not a thing what, what's wrong with you well so I would like to know how far you got into it I almost finished act one. Oh my god okay how do you know you almost finished act one if you didn't finish it because I fast forwarded a little bit and mm. I was like about 20 minutes away from the end of act one. So I was like, how much longer until act one's over? And I saw it and I was like, I can't do it. Seriously, what what hole are you trying? To, I've dug a hole deep enough, Ellie. <laughs> if I dig any deeper, I'm gonna like hit like, I don't know, magma or something. Okay. So, <laughs> no problem. Um, so I would like to just... Out of the, because it'll be hard for you to do, of course, um, but just as far as what you did watch, were there any moments that you thought were really cool in that first act? Okay, I'm going to say this now, and I know I'm probably going to not be the only one to say this. The costume design, the, um, just, I, the, the acting was good. The, the actors and the singers were great. The costumes were phenomenal. Um, but like I said, I just could not get into the constant singing. I think that's what it was, is I need musicals that break up with a little bit of speaking because I just could not follow what they were doing sometimes with like the with it all being sung. I was like, did I miss something? Did I miss some rhyme or something? So I think that's where I kind of fell off on it, was I was having trouble following. Well, I think for anybody that um, is a fan of musicals, I, I know for me personally, I have to watch musicals several times. Mm. to really because yeah i mean when they're singing and it's uh especially this one um it's definitely fast paced <laughs> mm -hmm. um so you know there's there was a lot of like spoken word rap um kind of r&b um it was a mixture of styles of of songs that aren't always in um musicals and so a lot of it was more fast-paced. 
and I feel like I could watch this like two or three times and still catch some lines that I I didn't you know I didn't know before now anyone that's a huge musical fan usually when they watch them enough to where they could literally sing every single word and I can't do that with a movie so I, I think it really does just you know depend on if you like that style or not but no totally I, I completely get what you're saying mm. I mean I watched it for the first time and I got the overall gist but yeah definitely I'm sure I missed plenty of stuff in in the story I don't know about you Eric uh yeah, no, it was definitely it, with with one like this where there is no kind of like Zinger was saying where there's no real breaking up of the music and it's just kind of like a constant stream. Like you are kind of going with the flow of the music, but yes, a lot of the time, and I've d done this with other musicals that are like that too. Like I think about like Jesus Christ Superstar, where it's <laughs> all singing. There's no breaks, yeah. and sometimes you're like so into it you don't quite. You're like, wait, what just happened? And like you kind of get the broader strokes, but sometimes there'll be these little details. Like I'm sitting here. And I'm going through, uh, I have the just the synopsis of the two acts up, and I'm going through, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Or, oh, yeah, that's what they were talking about. And, like, I was so focused on, you know, the music and kind of everything going on with the, the choreography and stuff like that. It kind of was like, oh, yeah, there's actually a, this, a, a narrative going on here. So I definitely, definitely had that same uh, experience. And so, you're right, sometimes going back a second time, and that goes with anything. I mean, I mean, you can go back a second time when you kind of know what to expect. You can focus more on that instead of being like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Because you can very easily miss details that way. So, yeah, this is definitely one. I think that if you, if you like it and you want to kind of get more of the details and stuff, it's definitely worth a, a repeated viewing or however many you want to do. Yep. Now, as far as characters, what, and you can just say yours from the first act, if there was one in particular, does everybody have like a favorite character like that? Now this was a New York cast. Like I said, there's been other other versions of this throughout the country, but this was this was the New York cast that that we watched. That's what the movie one was. Um, mm -hmm. Any particular character that like you were like that was really cool the way they did that, or anybody liked it? I like the king. I thought I thought the king was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he I'm, was. I'm really going cool. with the king too on that one. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was funny and it was cool. I looked up some stuff about him and they talked about like you know how when you're watching it and they zoomed in mm -hmm. when he was like spitting. <laughs> yeah. I I thought that was funny. They said that's just how he just he just was over you know overexcited about it and that was just him. So I, I, I remember that too. I remember going, I wonder if he tries to do that every time or if that was just that particular night he just happened to do that because it really did get that nice little touch of like here's here's someone who is not liking this whole America colony standing up against him thing. <laughs> so was 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 that your pick as well, Ellie? Oh, for the favorite? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked the um, the three, the three that were when he first goes in the bar. I was looking up the name because I can't remember. I've like I said, I've only seen this once, so I'm <laughs> the names aren't uh, in embedded in my brain yet. Uh, Lafayette, Lawrence, and Mulligan when they first go into the bar um, mm -hmm. and he meets them like that. 
that group, the the trio, I thought they were just really fun the way they interacted off of each other. I liked I liked that group. Since this entire thing is songs and stuff, I I know that the um the my my favorite one that I've had to hear because like I said, originally I was introduced to it was the um the Alexander Hamilton. I'm not gonna try to sing. It's gonna be awful if I do. Um, <laughs> is there any other songs that stuck out to you guys that were very noticeable or stuff like that? I really, I really like the one. It's started Act Two that Thomas Jefferson sings. What did I miss? Uh, mm-hmm. With him being gone in France, I that's the one song because I I did not get a chance to watch this again right before this one. But like I said, I watched it last year. But that's the one song other than the Alexander Hamilton. That's the one song that really stuck with me and will like pop in my head every once in a while. Is it my shots the Alexander Hamilton one? Well, they kind of they kind of sing that throughout the musical, okay. just different reprises and versions of it. But yeah. Okay, cool. I, I'm just I'm trying to look up stuff on to make sure I'm being as correct as possible. <laughs> um, while being terribly wrong. No, I I think the music is really cool. They have some really good ballads in here too. Um, I I did cry. I'll go ahead and go ahead and, and put that out there. I'm sure everyone's really surprised. Shocker. There were several parts of this that were, whew. Um, I'm not as big of a history buff as you are. Um, and referring to me or Eric. Well, I don't know Eric's history knowledge as as well as yours, but I know that you you love history. I can, Eric. Yes. Scary I like history too. All right. I like history too. Yeah. So I I thought this was fun, um, and I I think it's I think this was great in the fact that I think it I think it was so popular just because of its style, and it kind of um, it was heavy when it was heavy, but it was light when it was light. Like they really did a good job of. Of, of trying to, you know, joke a little bit on itself, too. So not take it super seriously, but um, kind of have those lighthearted moments when the actors were kind of playing with the audience. Um, I think it was an interesting way to learn some of the things from his life. And it, it, just a different way to tell it. It's not... I think the reason a lot of people don't really get into musicals is because a lot of them are very similar and they're very kind of I don't know they they get kind of complacent with the same style it's always got a b and c in it and so I thought this was refreshing for me someone that has watched a lot of musicals um I don't know I, I thought it was I thought it was fun it was interesting um, our 14 year old was sitting on the couch when I was watching it and, uh, it takes a lot for her to, uh, <laughs> so it retained her attention, but not mine. Well, so I was going to say it takes a lot to get her from her phone. You know how teenagers are with their phones and zingers are with their phones, um, adult zingers. Mm. Um, but you it was funny. I kept doing it on purpose. I was looking over, you know, out of the corner of my eye. And she was watching it more than she wasn't watching it. So um, I thought that spoke to, um, you know, it's it was fun and upbeat and, and enough to kind of grab 
some of the younger audience's attentions as well. Um, Eric, I, I do have a question for you since you did point out that your better half is um, history teacher and everything. Yes. What were her thoughts on this? I mean, she really liked it. Um, she she actually saw it not in New York, but in D.C. at the Kennedy Center. They they did oh, a performance there. I love the and Kennedy so she, Center. I do too. I I've been to a couple of shows there, but it's been I was in like middle school, so it's been uh, quite quite some time. But uh, <laughs> she saw it a couple of years ago, on or near the Fourth of July at the Kennedy Center, and and she she really enjoyed it, and she she likes the show. Um, I think she understands. I mean, she knows that they take liberties with um, things like that. I mean, you, you have to any any whether it's a movie, TV show, musical, whatever. When when you're covering a historic fact, they always take liberties, right? Usually to uh, doing things, but I mean that's to be expected. Um, if it was the actual what actually happened, a lot of times be boring as hell. But uh, no, I mean she she likes it. She she really liked it, and um, yeah. So she has she has good. A good impression of it. I think I've been to the Kennedy Center. I'm not doing myself any favors in this oh, episode. I know. <laughs> you know what? I think the more, the less I talk, the better I'll turn out in the end from this one. I, I've seen probably about four at the Kennedy Center. You've seen four Kennedy Centers. Four shows at the Kennedy Center, yes. All right. Uh, Eric, you did mention another um, play. I mean, art play. it would be playwright, correct? For like someone who writes plays, like because you said, oh, I've had people mention this person. Who was uh, it? Yeah, a, a playwright would write a play. I, I don't know. I don't know if that would be the same thing for someone who writes a musical play. I'm digging this hole so deep; it's not even funny. <laughs> I don't know. But you were saying? Uh, no, you 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 had mentioned someone earlier. I wanted to look at I wanted to look that person up so I could maybe sound vaguely intelligent later. Who Android label? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Thank you. Oh my God! All right, continue, oh. YouTube. Why I do something that is not looking up Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> what did you need to know about Andrew Lloyd, Andrew Lloyd Webber? You'll find out. Okay. Um. I composer. I kind of wanted to composer is the word we're looking for, everyone. <clears throat> Go ahead. What would no, you no, like no, to no, no. I just I just wanted to say composer instead of playwright. <laughs> That was the word I should have said. Phantom of the Opera, sweetheart. I okay. That's that's a play. There's a guy in it with it's a mask. It's not a play. It's a musical. <laughs> he does musicals. Okay, so let's talk about um, just some of the like really cool moments or scenes that you thought were like really cool. Go ahead, Did Eric. you have any, babe? Just, just go ahead. I no. already said the king. The king. Well, the that king was a character. The, the king's song. The, fir- the, the king's song. His first song where he comes on oh, and he's singing. Oh, no. God. Okay. Eric, did you have some moments in the uh, the musical that you really liked? I'm trying to remember because <laughs> since it's been a year, nothing is really sticking out to me. Um, I'm trying to go through to see if anything is ringing any bells. Like, did they even, did they do the duel? I can't even remember if they did the duel in there or not. There were several duels. It's, it's Like, the duel. The, yes, the duel. yes, they did okay, do they, the they duel. Okay, they did do it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say, that sticks out to me, but <laughs> apparently it doesn't stick out that much <laughs> if I had to look it up to even see if they did it. I couldn't remember if it was one of those things where, like, they ended it and, like, it was, like, implied that they did it, but then I, I couldn't remember, so. Um, 
So I'm going to go with the duel. Okay. The duel. Capital the, T. The Ooh. end Capital duel. Capital D duel. Yeah, yeah, there's a duel in the beginning. Then there's a duel with his son. That's um, right. That's yes. right. That's right. And then there's the duel with him. Burr. Huh? Burr. Well, yeah. Burr okay. and Hamilton. I assume we're talking about Hamilton most of the time. I guess I should point out, I mean, it's cool that our um, our local college's namesake's also in this, too. James Madison. Yes. David Eastern Mennonite University. Yes, that, him, him too. Very, very small role. You might not even notice he was there. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, I, I just I wanted to point that out because I was like, oh, cool. Anyways, I'm going to go back to hiding behind research. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so the duels were really cool. Um, I, I, There were some funny little parts that I wanted to mention. So, like, um, later on in the show uh, where they have this one line and they say, immigrants, we get the job done, and high five. There was just so oh, many, like, yeah. little quirky... Um, little quick things in there that, like, if you aren't paying attention, you'll miss it, but they're just solid. Like, I just think they're yeah. really funny. <laughs> um, I, if any, so historically speaking, mm. I would appreciate if um, the two of you, because like I said, I am not, not really a history buff. So I'm curious. He's on the $10, $10 bill. <laughs> okay. I'm, I, I'm Hamilton, a little confused curious if how much like was this blown up for the musical versus like historically how much proof there was of this was actually a thing or not so with with Hamilton and and his wife and his wife's sister so like Angelica um and I forgot what his wife's name was that's really silly anybody remember I know she I know you won't, Justin. Nope. Uh, I'm oh, looking it name? up. So I, I say I remember. I, remember I always remember Angelica, but um, I know Angelica. People, I know people um, watching this are like, "Oh my God, how do you not remember?" Well, interesting thing. Um, just pointing this out. Apparently, no one can decide when he was born. Oh. According to historical yeah, records. This, this... January 11th, 1755 or 1757. Oh. <laughs> Record keeping. Weird. Um, oh, wait. You were looking up spouses? Eliza. I found it. You mean, you mean the thing I have right in front of me right now? Yeah. So... The whole, like, love triangle between Eliza... Bless um, you. Huh? Bless you. Uh, okay. I don't get the joke. I, you know what? Once again, just going to go hide and research okay. for a little bit. Um, Angelica and Eliza were like, Angelica loved him deeply, but she, you know, knew her sister loved him and she didn't want to get in the way of her sister. And then they wrote back and forth and kind of had this, this steamy penmanship affair kind of thing but so i mean was that really was there really this huge love triangle between the two sisters and hamilton or was this more flourished for just 
why there's even a whole Wikipedia article called the Hamilton Reynolds Affair. Ah, uh, if it's on Wikipedia, it has to be true. But I thought the Reynolds Affair, though, was the, the Ham- not, that's not, Reynolds was the, I thought the Reynolds pamphlets or whatever that's, was that other lady that he met. That was, yeah. Yeah, that was the other affair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the other affair. But I'm talking about as Don't far please. as the two sisters. Right. Um, I was seeing if there's anything else in here because it gives like a background thing before it happened. I'm wondering if there's anything else uh, that might talk about that leading into it. Uh, Maria Tilar J. Mazeo. Yeah, I'm. I mean, this one I think he's talking about the the other one, but there's. I'm sure it's probably it's got to be based on something. If it if it survived through the through the past couple hundred years to make it to the musical, probably there's something behind it. But yeah, how much of a deal it was, or did they throw it in there to just add? You know, it's the whole you you do it to spice up the historical aspect <laughs> of it to to get people interested. Like, which one is it? So right. I feel like I've heard about this outside of this play. Okay. Like there was some there was some book series on Audible that I had listened to that has like it discusses Hamilton stuff like not the movie but um the actual like historic I mean not 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 the musical the actual historical figure of Hamilton and I'm trying to remember because it's like even with a ton of other stuff give me a second once again gonna hide behind a ton of research while you guys I guess do final thoughts on this no yeah that's fine um I I just I thought that was I was just curious like if that was really a thing or if they just you know musicals are notorious for always having to have I think once I find this thing I'm looking for it might answer your question okay too um they're notorious for having to have you know the 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 love no matter what the story's about there always has to be a love story in there um I was very impressed by what um, Eliza went through. And, like, that's crazy to me how she went through all that with him and she still, you know, ended up doing a bunch of stuff in his name and his honor uh, decades after his death. Um, So I feel like that speaks a lot to the character of her, Um, you know, that... She went on and, and um, you know, did a bunch of stuff, too, that was amazing. Um, and so, I, I don't know. I, th- I thought she was is, was an interesting character as well, even though I feel bad I forgot her name at first. Um, but I wanted to mention, too, while you're looking stuff up, uh, I thought George Washington's portrayal was really fun in, in, the, in yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about him. I, I like Washington, too. Yeah, so... Okay, I cannot remember which one it comes from, uh-huh. but it's this um, Audible original. It's either Rivals 2, More Frenemies Who Changed the World, or it's, um, where is the other one? Rivals. Um, it's It's just basically talking about historical rivals and all the crazy stuff they went through. And I feel like Hamilton's mentioned in one of them. Well, like Hamilton and... And Burr. Yeah, okay. or, it's, or it's just, I've, I remember I was like on a kick at one point where I was listening to like crazy but true like historical stuff and I can't remember if it was Rivals or something else, but there was like 
they, they went through like Hamilton's like the duels and all this crazy stuff. And yes, it mentioned Andrew Jackson, who is by far the craziest person I think we have had in office in a very long time because the guy like dueled for like the fun of it and would most of the time give the opponent their fir- the first shot too. Like, I, I don't know. It's just crazy for me to be like, ah, I'm going to go stand in front of somebody with a gun that, and yeah, take that, a shot. That whole thing about duels back in the day, I, it's it's very intriguing to me. Don't be a lawyer. Or maybe we should bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Uh, I He just... He did have quite a tragic... Um, <laughs> a tragic life from... You know, when he was a child and an orphan, all the way through all the hardships, losing his son um, due to the duel. Uh, so, yeah, it definitely, he went through quite a lot. It's, it's crazy. All right. For, for my conclusion of my research in the background, I will say this. If I can watch more of the Cats movie than I did a Hamilton, then there's a problem. Fair enough? Did you watch more of Cat's movie? No, I'm just saying if I were to watch the Cat's movie. Like see, the, I haven't the... even watched the Cat's don't. movie. Yeah, see, that's the thing I've been told. It's just don't. So if I make it further in that movie than I did in Hamilton, then there might be a problem. Well, yeah. Because... Well, if you make it further, it's because it's going to be that straight up because it's going to be you're like, this is a train wreck. This is a 20 car pile up that is horrific and i cannot avert my eyes that's why you won't be able to turn it off now but even then it's taylor swift isn't it that's what would get you through it t swift yes um (laughs) no just i guess just to see what they make um oh not sean connery why why am i forgetting his name magneto oh um um why is no one remembering um gandalf's name right now Ian McKellen. Yeah, him. Just what crazy stuff they made him do. I don't know, but I have seen several versions of Cat's musical, like, in the theater. Oh, no, no, no. I have to watch the movie. (laughs) Like, the movie movie, because apparently the musical is good. The movie (laughs) is an abomination against nature. It's different. It's, it's, that's definitely, Cat's is one, it's a, um, uh, an acquired taste. I guess would be the best way to put it. And is also Andrew Andrew Lloyd Webber. So yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, that's, I, I that's... Like Andrew Lloyd Webber. Things. I I don't blame him for the movie at all because I don't. No, think you he... should blame him for the movie. Okay, maybe I should. I'm I'm once again showing how much knowledge I don't have in this subject. So I I do like Andrew Lloyd Webber's stuff. Um, I think it's. Very fun. I like Jesus Christ Superstar, Phantom, and all that. But so, if you, if I take you to one of these and I fall asleep in the seat, I would kill you. Okay, good. That's I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure we we knew where we were at with this. I actually, um, a like bucket list thing would be so cool to see Phantom at the actual Paris Opera House. I think that would be the most amazing thing in the in the world. Um, the closest I got to a big production of it is I saw it in Vegas. It was really cool. But, yes, I <laughs> I would be just horrifyingly embarrassed if I went to a big production with you somewhere and you fell asleep. Yes. Can I have the little glasses to hold up in front of me? 
Well, I mean, I guess that's if we had box seats. Oh, no, I just want them anywhere in the theater. Oh, anywhere. Okay. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay I guess, um, Eric, now you're up for this. What, um, when it, when it comes to musicals and stuff, where would, what would be your ult- ultimate theater, I mean, theater going experience? <laughs> hmm. I mean, honestly, four years ago, I saw Book of Mormon on Broadway, and it was phenomenal. So I honestly don't know if i can top that it was fantastic it was so good um we so what when we went because that used to be before hamilton that was like the musical that you could get tickets for and being a big fan of south park obviously i wanted to see it and this was like right this was during the height of hamilton's like initial run so fortunately i mean it was still like a packed house but it it died down and we were able to get tickets and uh it was everything that i had hoped it would be it was so much fun and um it had that south park humor and it was like watching south park but not but live and a musical and it was amazing so yeah um i guess my thing would be seeing um for for me it would be seeing metallica at one of those shows where they like sold out the entire like coliseum or like the entire like football stadium and you're just in the crowd for that More of a concert than a musical. What the but... hell does that have to do with musicals? <laughs> Nothing. Stop it. Just, just I... no. Just stop. Stop. Okay. Oh, no, wait. No. no, wait. Evil Dead the Musical. I forgot that you're in Evil Dead the Musical. I want to see that. Just anywhere. I thought you were going to say the uh, the Spider-Man musical. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> don't people fly into the audience? Yeah. Ugh. All right, any final thoughts for either of you on this? Um, Before we move on to other stuff that I might be able to talk about. Final thoughts. I actually really, really liked it. I'll watch it again um, for sure. And um, like I said, I think it was a breath of fresh air um, for just typical styles of musicals. I I really did enjoy it. I thought it was just, I thought it was well written. I want, like I said, I want to watch it a couple times so I can kind of get even more of some stuff I probably missed. But I liked it. It was really cool. Learned, I learned, I learned some stuff. I learned some. Things. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you you put that accent on there. Thank you so so very. Well, much. I had to keep talking so much about how us Virginians are Southerners, so I had to drive it is home. It, is, is that something from the? That's something from the musical, isn't it? <laughs> I did. I don't know. It's. It's just, they were really just, you know. But it was also really cool for people that just don't, that are from Virginia that don't realize how much crap happened here. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of stuff. We're a very historically rich state. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it was fun because, you know, and and it was was cute with the whole, like, Virginia pride and I'm from Virginia and and, and George Washington at one point was like, uh, when he was getting on Hamilton and he was like, uh, I'm from Virginia too. <laughs> cool it down, buddy. Don't, don't dog Virginians so much. So there was a lot of Virginia pot references. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right. Berg, any final thoughts from you? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it, it was fun. I did enjoy it. I would like to get the chance to see it live someday. Cause I do, I do agree. I, Ellie was saying earlier, I think musicals are way more fun when you see them in person. Oh, like yes. if I, yes. like I, 
so Lin-Manuel Miranda's first musical in the Heights that just was turned into a movie and it's on or may have just left, but it came out like a month ago. It was on HBO Max. I watched it a couple weeks ago and it just went on and it was almost three hours long. And the music was really good, but and this one was more of a, it was like musical numbers interspersed with talking, interspersed with musical numbers, but it just seemed to go on forever. However, I think had I seen it at a theater, I would have probably gotten into it more, but uh, just like any, but I'm kind of getting off the, uh, off the, the rails anyway. Uh, shout out to our friends at the derailers. Uh, uh but yeah, no, I think that uh, I think it's a fun time. I think the the presentation they did, kind of like I was saying earlier, it was a really good representation of like, hey, this we're not trying to make this like a cinematic thing. This is an actual stage production, and we're but we're gonna kind of go all out, and do some nice camera movements and stuff like that. So check it out on Disney Plus if you have it. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. I think it's cool. All right. Um, I guess uh, for final things from you two, uh, this was an idea from our fan Fulcrum. Do you want to thank him, for, thank them for that idea, yay or nay on that? Uh, me, yay. I I've always wanted to watch this, and because of them, I finally watched it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Her? Yeah, same. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Fulcrum, for the suggestion. I think that's a uh, that's a good choice, and uh, I think it's fun to branch out a little bit on the show because we i think you had mentioned it once before when we started talking about the zinger but we've never really done a musical on here or anything like that and now so, we found out why now we have <laughs> why we, we why i out. haven't ever recommended it um i am sorry i failed you fulcrum but on that note i do got an email from him i want to read before we get into news okay um they put forth an idea um I have a possible solution to your problem of how to cover avatar the last airbender oh not the movie he didn't put that. I wanted to make sure to make that very I'm clear. I'm pretty sure we all knew that's not yeah. what he meant. Just making things clear. Okay. You should cover half a season in an episode. Do the first half in one episode. Do the next half in the next episode. That way, Ellie, as you have stated before, you want to give that series its just due. Me and Eric have also argued that we've covered entire. Actually, you know what, Eric? I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna poo poo you real quick because we tried to cover oh. an entire season of The Simpsons and that turned into a three hour hellscape. I'm just yes, joking. It, it was amazing. Did. Once again, it feel was, rude. It, it was hellscape <laughs> in the best poo-poo. in the best way possible. <laughs> so um so no, I, I think that might be a good idea. We still have to get through some um, Jurassic experiences, but um. That might be our next thing coming up. As I said, uh, next year, Independence Day, 4th July might be... We might actually get to re- re- get it out and record it by the time 4th July comes out. Maybe. Who knows? But um, I think next year will be Independence Day 1 and 2. And a yin and yang of... I think we should give an example of why one's good and why one's terrible and see if we outweigh one of the others. So, yay to that. On that note, we are going to jump into news now. All right, some some news topics I want to cover. I want to hit on real quick because because um there's been some stuff going on. There's been some things happening. I want to talk about it. All right, one Skyward Sword. Eric, did you get it? Yes. And I haven't opened it up yet. All right, so so you got a physical copy. (laughs) Yes, yes, I did. Um, and I got the Joy Cons and I got the Amiibo. Although the Amiibo has not arrived, it arrives Tuesday. I got the Joy Cons. Got the digital copy, and I've not messed with it yet. But I've heard positive things. I've heard that they've done a lot of stuff to um, update it. There also is a um, 
since this originally came out on the Wii, Wii. they have, um, you can use the motion controls, because I know that there was a lot of enemies that had to be mm-hmm. attacked a certain way, or there's, um, you can use the, the, um, actual sticks to do it too. And I've heard, and I've heard they did a good job. I've, I've heard that I've heard, I think it's a good idea to give the option. And from what I have seen online in the past couple of days, everyone has really enjoyed what they've done, making it work with just if you just want to use a controller. So, all right, Ellie, that's probably how I'll at least start out and try it, uh, just to see how it is. But I mean, I didn't have any problem with the motion controls on the Wii, but then again, it's been ten years, and well, we'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, I remember I got this game on the Wii, and I don't remember playing too far into it, so this was a. I need to get this to give it another chance because I think it just hit at the wrong time. And now I have the opportunity to play it more. Uh, Ellie, is this a Zelda game you would want to take a dive into? Eventually. No more? Just just, just that statement? Yeah. Considering I haven't even played the other one. You don't have to. They are not connected. Well, they that's, are not con- my, that's not my point. <sighs> my point is, considering I haven't even played that one, and that one's supposed to be amazing. Which one? Oh, Breath of the Wild. Yes. Um, put a pin in that for real quick. Also, I want to say, I did get the Joy-Cons. Now I feel like I have a Zelda console. So, poo-poo on your um, Animal Crossing console, Ellie. Poo-poo on it. It does not have the, <laughs> the Nintendo Joy-Cons. Ellie is staring at me blankly like, really? This is what you're going to gonna try to do today? Hmm. Mm. You're jealous of them. I can see you looking at them, even though they're behind you, and there's no way you could look at them. I'm actually building this darn droid that is taking me forever. Ah, put a pin in that Lego stuff. We will talk about that on a upcoming episode of Zing Wars. Okay, moving on. Netflix, 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 getting games maybe. Thoughts on this? This is something that apparently some data miners might have stumbled across. Ellie, when I told you this, you said this was old news. Yeah, So, um, By the time you're listening to this, it's even <laughs> older news. Um, yes. Ellie, thoughts on Netflix possibly having um, streaming game services? I'm good. Oh, because you got... What if this takes the place in uh, PlayStation now? Because Xbox has its own, has, um, whatever the Xbox thing is, Greg and everyone else are angry at me for not remembering what the Xbox service is. I mean, it's the pass, Xbox pass, I'm Game pretty pass. sure. yes, yes, yes. That's, that's correct. Okay. Um, uh, I'm indifferent to the situation. Eric, thoughts on streaming games? Through Netflix. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was going to say through Netflix. I, I mean, I... I didn't really look. I barely saw this come across, like on a couple of Twitter things. I didn't even bother to look into it. So, are they talking about like actual games? Or are they going to have like special Netflix games that are going to be like? Well, the thing I saw was more pointing towards like Ghost of Tsushima. Apparently, like there was some images huh. data mined or something out of mm. like an update or something. So it's pointing towards like AAA games or something like that, to where you can stream them, maybe. Like I said, mean, I, I don't know if, 100%. This is just kind of people kind of found stuff and no one's come out and said. I mean, if Amazon wants to put the money behind it, I mean, uh, Netflix wants to put the money behind it, let them do it. But uh, it's not something that excites me by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, Nintendo has I can see, I can see him ex- I can see him experimenting with it. And I mean, I don't think that 
it's i don't predict it doing anything particularly amazing but i mean whatever we'll see if it even happens i've i mean i've i've been a fan of um streaming stuff for a while now for the most part games are have always been something i've always kind of scratched my head on i'm like i don't know how this works like it just i don't know it just does not seem like so i've been streaming on now yeah i was about to say you're you're you are the only person in this room yeah i can speak as an experience on this um so word of advice Mm -hmm. a little bit of stream tip because i sorely got screwed um so with now at least um you can most games have the option to either stream them or to download them Mm -hmm. um i so far have just streamed all of my games i haven't downloaded any of them so when it's when you get put in a server and so if you kind of step away from your system for about uh, five minutes or so, you'll you get, get a, put to the back of the line. You'll get a message that pops up that basically states, um, are you still there? We're about to kick you out of the server to make room for other players. Um, but the problem was, I don't care about that so much. Um, but I had played about an hour and a half of a game and I hadn't saved. Oh. So... Ugh. So the problem was if it's on your console and you're playing and it, you know, your controller lags out or whatever, you you hit your power on your controller again and it's there and you are good. But in this situation, (laughs) I just lost an hour and a half of playing my game because it logged me out of the server. And so then when I booted back in, it did not remember where I last was. So please save. If you're going to step away from your system and you're on the server streaming, make sure you save first. <laughs> so you don't lose an hour and a half of your playing time. Uh, on that note, um, not saying I'm a PC gamer, but I guess out of the three of us, I'm the most PC gamer out of us. I have, like, Sadia was something that was supposed to be a streaming thing. Didn't even try it. No interest in it. Like, I don't know. Streaming games are just always weird to me, and I don't think they can work the same as Netflix, stuff like that, because of what you just said, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I will say, though, I do love it, mm -hmm. and the fact of I can pick up and try as many games as I want, and it's not killing my hard drive space. Yeah. Um... And I haven't come across, and it might be because our internet's pretty decent. No, it isn't. I mean, but... By compared to what we yes, could have. Yes. Well, I understand that, but we... You know what I'm saying. Uh, don't be one of those nerds. Um, but it's... Just it, give us just give us glow fiber. <laughs> it's right across the street. Just get it over here. Um, but... Not sponsored. I haven't... It, it tells you... It, it gives you this little thing every time you play. You should download for a better experience. I'd have to say... I, so far, I haven't had any complaints. It's not laggy or glitchy or anything but like the that. the PlayStation's hardwired. I'm just saying, for the PlayStation, I've had no problems just Unlike streaming. our Switch, which is not hardwired down there. But don't worry. If we get one of the pros... I'm sorry, it's not called Pro. What's it called now again? The Switch OLED model. Ugh. Uh, if we get that, we could hardline it. Why would you do that, question mark? I still don't get, like, why would you hardline a console that can be portable? I guess for when it's based. Not portable? When it's docked. I mean, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's just not. like now. It's just like now. If you're, if you're playing docked, then you get that extra little boost. But, it, I mean, yeah, it's just you don't have to buy a dongle. Yeah. Eh, dongle. That word's fun. 
Um, Has there been any more news around the OLED since we last recorded? I feel like there hasn't. I mean, pre-orders have gone up. I mean, there's really no news. It's just pre-orders. The pre-orders went up the other day. Okay. Um, On that note, I want to talk about this, and I know I'm going to hit an empty well of non-existence with probably the both of you. Uh, There's apparently been an announcement of Good Omens 2. The, uh, apparently a sequel to a book series done by, of course, Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett. Um, as somebody who was listening to a Neil Gaiman audiobook, uh, was doing Coraline. I'm almost done with it. It's like a three-hour audiobook. So, once again, um, right up there with Neil Gaiman's... Like, uh, Coraline, like the animated? Yes, as in the Leica thing. It's based off of a Neil Gaiman novel. Oh, okay. Um, and once again with Neil Gaiman... Wind, darkness, darkness, whimsy. Uh. That's that's basically any Neil Gaiman book for the most part. Um, this one was based. It, it was an Amazon series based off of the events of the um, Neil Gaiman Terry Pratchett book Go to Omens, which is about a angel and a demon that find an unlikely friendship with each other over the course of human events and try to delay the um, apocalypse from happening by hiding the Antichrist. From the powers that be. I need to finish that. It's 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 a good series, but the problem is the book on its own has a good ending. This has a good ending, so I'm very confused on where they're going for a season two. Eric, was this something you watched at all or are familiar with? Nope. I, I am familiar with it, but I've never watched it, read it, anything like that. Highly recommend watching it. It is a great adaptation. The book is way better because it's, of course written it's there's a lot of jokes that you cut out but overall it is a phenomenal book um i would recommend it uh great tv show casting is phenomenal in it and if i'm remembering correctly the zingness episode featured i believe longtime torture victim phil rude (laughs) we do not intentionally do these by the way they just happen okay um Ellie, thoughts? Is this something that would make you go finish the series? Because I think you would enjoy it, Eric. And I would also recommend it to you as someone who has Prime. So give it a try. It's it's a great series. Maybe could, I will. You could run through it. I'm sure we could revisit it. I'm trying to find the episode so I can give people a reference point. Um, Ellie? I de- no, I definitely want to finish it. I just have been in Marvel land so long trying to get caught up with all that. So yeah, I definitely would like to finish it one day. Uh, yes, Phil did return for that episode. Um, it is episode 175. Uh, Good Omens. Uh, November of 2019. So that was still during the time where Ellie had not watched Endgame. I, I think we can now refer to this podcast as like, uh, pre-Ellie watching Endgame and post-Ellie watching Endgame. Right. So I, I guess there's there's the dividing point on that. Oh, no, I got to see more on this. Like I said, the acting was great, everything, and it's great. I just don't know where they're going to go with the story. And I don't want them to play out something like a follow-up to I Fight Club. I, I really need to re- rewatch Fight Club. Apparently, according to some people, if you watch it when you get a little bit older, it doesn't have the same impact as it was when you were younger. Uh, Eric, when, when's the last time you watched Fight Club? And do you have an interest uh, to ever do it again? I mean, I watched it. Uh, last time I watched it was probably in college sometime. So, I mean, yeah, I own it. I own it. I think I bought it because it was one of those, like, I saw it. And I was like, I was like, this is the best movie ever. And 
I bought it and then I've never opened my actual copy of it. I think I have like a sealed copy of Fight Club from 2003 or four or something like that. Um, LA thoughts on Fight Club real quick. I'm sure we could do an episode, but Fight Club's one of those that the movie is set up to be like, it's done, it's over with. The book kind of leaves a cliffhanger that they did a follow-up yeah. to. I never thought Fight Club in either book form or movie form ever needed anything to follow up with it. Same with this. That's why I'm making this comparison. Um, I haven't seen it in forever. I would definitely watch it again, though. Though, I feel like us watching it now in this day and age, I feel it would be outdated to the extreme. We will find out. I feel like it's a product of its time. On that note, product of its time, Loki series is officially done and over with at the moment. I think they've officially said season two. Yes. Yeah, they, they did. New director, but yes. Okay. Um, very interested to see where this goes. We cannot talk too much about certain spoiler stuff. Uh, Eric's opinion of it still. Uh, best episode of the... Best thing in the MCU with also being the most boring thing in the MCU. Is, is that an accurate description for you? Uh, one episode was one of my favorite things in the MCU. Okay. Maybe not my favorite thing, but it, one of the... Episode episode five yes. was was really awesome, and episodes one through four and six, kind of not that great in my opinion. All right, um, LA still on board with that and still excited for it. Yes, you got a it's bit still to worth go. watching. Absolutely, especially for what it could be setting up. It didn't it didn't hit right. as hard as I thought it was going to, but with the what if multiverse of madness, whatever Spider Man thing is going on, and the end of Wandavision all coming together, I think that there might be a lot going on in the MCU. Also, on that note, with MCU to wrap this up, did there's, every... Oh, oh go, sorry, there's go still ahead. One, there's, I was going to say, we, we'll finish this, but there's still one news thing I'm surprised you skipped over, but we'll get to that. No, no, go ahead. I want to I, I end with I just want to make sure we get to it. We, we can finish this conversation. I just want to make sure we... I want to put a pin in it because... I don't want to skip over it because I kept waiting for it and it don't think it's coming. So well, oh, okay, go, go ahead, go ahead, say it, say it, say it right now. No, 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 no. Let's finish the Marvel thing because I, I, I just want to. Let's finish that, then we'll get to it. Okay, the Marvel thing, the final thing is the Deadpool, Korg. Um, that was hilarious. Yeah. The, the the, all right. So um, free guy. Uh, as said in the like, review thing that they did for this. I thought this movie had already come out, and I just missed it. I did, too. I did, too. And then I, when I saw this whole Korg thing, I'm like, oh, they're talking about this trailer because he directed it, and he played Korg. Ah, it's funny, and he played... And then I was like, wait a second. They're still talking about this coming out. I thought this came out, like, two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, no, apparently... So I was with you. Apparently, uh, it has been pushed back three times from July of 2020 release date due to COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic, and it will be coming out on August 13th, 2021. Um, it does star, of course, Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi. He did not direct it, though. Oh, or, did he not? No, it's, um, Sean Levi. Levy. Ah, okay. Um. I was thinking he had directed it, but. From such famous things as Stranger Things and, uh, The Night at the Museum series. Um, uh, am I excited for this movie? I mean, it's a video game movie, per se. So, oh, yeah, that was the other thing I needed to mention about Netflix that I missed. Um, probably, once again, not the thing Eric's talking about. So, um, the biggest thing for this, yeah, great, awesome. There's a movie with Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi coming out. 
the jokes within the MCU references, the Disney Plus series, hilarious. But with everything going on with this possible multiverse thing, I'm wondering if that's how they're going to shoehorn Deadpool into the multiverse. I mean, into the MCU is he's going to be in a different version of the MCU. Possibly. Thoughts without <clears throat> spoiling stuff because I'm 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 tiptoeing along right now on the edge of a knife that Ellie is holding. No response? No. Okay. Eric, thoughts? Uh, I, I don't know if it'll be a different MCU, but I, it, I could be. Dead Deadpool is always a weird character to have interact with, like, the actual, like, main comic book stuff, even in the comics. Because right. he's so weird and out there. Because they either have to play him to where he's continuing to be weird out there, or he's deadpan serious with just weird one-liners every now and then. So, right. we'll see how that goes. Like I said, I'm excited for it. If, if it's just them sitting on the couch, like, mystery science theatering all of the MCU movies, I'd be down for that. I would, too. Um, on that note, Eric, what is the thing we missed? The Steam Deck. This, oh, right, that. Um... That that thing, that abomination. I also want to point out the greatest video game movie of all time has come out. It is the um, the Dynasty Warriors movie on Netflix <laughs> because it is exactly oh like the game. Have, have you seen trailers for that? I have not. I oh my god! No, I don't it, even think I knew it was coming out. It is exactly like the game. It's like funny. Like, like they're it's, just going through slashing through like hundreds of people. Yes, and like throwing people oh up in the god. air. It is like if you did not know it was for that, you would be like, "Oh my gosh, this is Dynasty Warriors." Like the horse jump flying thing. That <laughs> yeah. They do in the, yeah. I need to watch this trailer. Oh my gosh, please do. I don't know if the series is available yet to like watch everything, but I mean, if it was, wow. All right, so yeah. um, Erica mentioned the Steam Deck. Um. Uh, so, um, apparently Steam was like, hey, Nintendo, we're going to get in on your bandwagon of, um, handheld console stuff, and it basically looks like a Nintendo Switch. With terrible button layout. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, it, it wouldn't be PC if it was not the weirdest button layout possible. <laughs> Ellie, you are looking at this with, um, with wide eyes and childlike wonder, so what are your thoughts on just seeing this? This slowly rotating image in front of you right now. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting. Okay. Um, as somebody who wants to eventually build up their gaming library, God, the button layout is awful. Ugh, why is it all the way up in the corner like that? You know, I got a very good compliment from somebody on us being positive on stuff. And I just am like, well, that went out the window with this episode. No, I... <laughs> Zinger's uncultured. Apparently, Steam does something and we just all want to hate it. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to hate it. So let's, let's get that under control. Um, Do you want to talk about some price points oh real quick? God. So I am slowly wanting to hate it. After okay. I saw those prices. Like, All right. So at the time of this ooh. record, um, with the release date Q two of twenty twenty two. I mean, so. five hundred and twelve gigs. <laughs> that's <laughs> nothing. Um, does it have an expandable memory? Do I it? hope so. I, I I want it not to. I want it just to be like this is locked oh in. Oh my gosh. All right. So um, at the moment of this record, which is um. July 18th, day after Ellie's birthday. Um, happy belated birthday, Ellie, for the recording. Hey. Thank you. 
Uh, did you get all the Legos you wanted? Of course you didn't, because there's no way to ever please you with Legos. I was going to say, that's that's a loaded question. It but is I, a loaded question. I, I very, tried. very appreciative of the ones I did get. I tried. I, I did only, the best I could. There, there's, a, there's a finite amount of money I have. I only have two more sets, and then I will have all of the up-to-date new Harry Potter sets. Oh my gosh, there is a dock for it too. Oh. Eric, why'd you not tell me more? I needed to do more more research I didn't on know this there really, I don't think I knew there was a I don't think I knew there was a dock. Okay, I'll, I, I'll go over I, some I stuff. I had heard I had heard that it was uh, you know go yeah, go over cuz let's get the full let's okay, get the full. Okay. So beat. so um so we we were just going to go over the different models cuz there's three different models. So there is the uh 64 gigabyte model which comes with a carrying case. Uh that will be $400. And why? The the oh don't don't worry all these are five dollars to reserve it so if you have five dollars you are locked in, uh five hundred and thirty dollars gets you a two hundred fifty six gigabyte um solid state drive, uh faster storage carrying case and exclusive Steam Community Profile bundle so that way you can tell everyone on your Steam profile that you spent money. <laughs> all right and then finally going to the six hundred and Fifty dollar model, uh, five twelve solid state drive, faster storage, premium anti glare etched glass, exclusive carrying case, exclusive uh, Steam Community Profile bundle, and exclusive virtual keyboard theme. Um, this is also, by the way, you can run out this voice to terribly read anything you want. So that will be being released in Q three of twenty twenty two. So um, this time next year, if I'm correct with my quarters, for stuff almost uh, almost uh, yeah no you're no, you're right you're right well this is the, i forgot july starts q3 um so it will have um i, I don't want to get too technical with talking about what's in this but it does have an amd um uh partnered with amd to create a steam deck custom apu optimized for handheld gaming god that's just weird um they are showing the stick comfortability. It has that grip to it, like the um, like, like the Xbox controllers do. So that's kind of cool. I guess the Switch ones have that too. The Pro one does. Um, Pretty much every controller now has those grips on them. It, PlayStation doesn't. Have, I, well, we don't know about the five. Yeah. Um, but this enables you to take your Steam um, stuff anywhere as long as you have memory for it. And uh, there is a dock too. All right, it's not showing much on this dock. I can add to my wish list though. Um, the official dock props up the Steam Deck while connecting to external display ports, wired network, USB peripherals, and power. Uh, this is also uses powered uh, USB-C hub. Um, if you got one laying around, so. Looks like you can connect this with HDMI to something, so you could technically just. What is the point of this? Right, I think my thing with it is it's like it look. I I ultimately think, and I mean I could be completely wrong, but I think this is going to be one of those. In the future, collectors are going to look for this because I think it's sort of this whole weird area. Like they're they're clearly trying to give give some competition to the Switch, which I mean is fantastic. Sony's pretty much abandoned doing handhelds for now nobody else is doing it other than mobile gaming um but it's the people who are pc gamers mm -hmm. are who are like really hardcore pc gamers are gonna want to stick with their pcs and 
not while not every game is on the Switch, the Switch has a lot of indie games on it, which you can also get on Steam. So the, you have access to that, plus you have access to the Nintendo exclusives, which make it that. And the more casual Nintendo person is not going to go, oh, I'm going to get this computer that's a handheld competing with my Switch. That's, you know, it's it's $50 more than the Switch OLED, but that's like the entry point. And, you know, to to spend that much more money, to get even more, to get a more what people are like, oh, this is what the Switch Pro should have been. It's like, that's a lot. So I don't think they're going to get a ton of the Switch market, but I don't think they're going to get a ton of the PC market either. I don't quite, I feel like it's in this weird limbo. So I am curious to see, I mean, I think any competition is good competition. So uh, maybe Nintendo will see this and they'll be like, oh, let's do some stuff. But I know Nintendo, after being a fan of theirs for 30 years, Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo's going to do. And I think they're just going to keep trucking along. And I think the Steam Deck is going to come out. I think it's going to have its proponents. There's going to probably be a great homebrew community around it. I just don't see it being this long-term successful thing that's going to dethrone Nintendo or the Switch or anything like that. All right. So a little bit under the hood stuff, I guess, if you want to say it that way. Um... All models include a high-speed micro SD slot, so you can expand the memory. So there's that. So if you get I would the 60, hope so. Well, it, I guess if, if you got the 256, since that's a solid state, that would give it you the faster whatever. Uh, it has 16 gigs of RAM on board, so, I mean, that's, that's decent. My computer has 16 gigs of RAM, so, I mean, it, there's very few things that run more than that. Um, I by by the way, once again, I am sounding like a um Ellie. If you would use the term again, one of those nerds. No, I meant uncultured uh, swine. Because oh. I know, like, if there's any true like PC gamer, they're gonna be pushing up and being like, uh, "Excuse me, it actually has this." Anyways, a PC game, I'm not like super super like have my own built custom build or anything. But the resolution on this thing is a uh, 1280x. 800 pixels which i feel like the switch is 720 so this is just a little bit better than the switch and it it is lcd uh seven inch diagonal with a 60 refresh rate on it i mean i don't know this is this is a very weird thing i think i agree with eric on this on it's something that is very situational i mean I, uh, I'm, I'm like thinking, I'm like, what would lead me to want to buy this? Right. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's like, oh, well, I could have it, you know, pop it into the, have a dock and be able to play it on TV. And I'm like, wait, why would I do that? Why don't I just get a better computer then so I can run stuff better? I, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know yeah. who this is for. And I guess the only ones would be PC exclusives. Yeah. Like people I who mean- are exclusively PC gamers, because this would speak to that. But even then, I still say the people who are exclusively P- to PC are going to be like, for that price, I could get a better, you know, this, or I could upgrade my rig with this, or whatever. And they, I don't think that handheld aspect is going to appeal to them as much as, say, having a hybrid console handheld is to a Nintendo fan. So, for the price of getting one of these, you could buy... A switch easily. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to find the price points again. I completely lost where I was at. Four hundred, five thirty, and what was the high end one? Like six something? Six fifty. Yeah. So 
for the price of the new OLED one, like paying $50 more, you can get the same amount of memory with this. Depending on your Steam library, I guess, but then again, 64 gigs is not that much. And there is also a ton yeah. of like, well, how would this work? Well, how would that work? Well, how would this work? Well, how would that work on it? Ellie, in your opinion, you're wanting to step into the gaming PC gaming market. Is this something? Is this an avenue you would take? No. Why not? Because I. That's the one thing with the Switch, that I wish I had more time to play it on the TV. Mm-hmm. I I just don't. Well, it, but you have too, a dock. You could you could get do, a dock that, that is quite. What price is that dock? Who knows? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, I think I'd rather have a PC. You'd rather have a PC? Yes, I think so. All right. Eric, if it was a lower price point, I so possibly is it, is would So is this something you should it. keep an eye out on? Like, it's going to be one of those things that you're going to be like, oh, man, it's going to go on. This is something that I, I admit, like, with other Steam stuff, they've, like, the controllers and stuff, or the, like... Remember that thing I always wanted to get where it was, like, the Steam streaming box where you could stream whatever you were playing on steam to one of the tvs yes. that was something that like now is where it was like something i wanted forever and they always used to put it on like some stupidly low like two bucks or you pay like shipping and handling cost more than the actual unit did i can see this having that happen if it is not successful which i mean we might eat crow later on a lot of stuff in this episode it's absolutely true. It could be a huge success. I, but my prediction, I'm standing firm. My prediction is going to be it's going to come out. It might have like a really big, like first day, like wow, this is you know a bunch of people are flocking. I don't see it having a long term thing. Um, PC gamers, are, I know, are all about like upgrading and getting you know a new graphics card or a new hard drive or this this. And I mean, I don't think this is this is not going to have those capabilities to go in and just do that kind of thing so what it, i can already see six months down the road p i mean you can sure you can you can upgrade your sd card or whatever but i can see six months down the road you know it's going to be obsolete and pc gamers are gonna be like why did i spend if someone did be like why did i spend my, my money on this one i could have put that towards a new graphics card to make my uh my rig that much better so and i could see it being i really do see it being like one of those things where like in 20 years there's gonna be like this hardcore community who love this thing and it's going to be a highly sought-after collector's item because that's that's the thing I'm predicting. It's going to be one of those kind of things where it's going to like not succeed that well, drop in price, they're going to sell them off, but then they're going to be like really highly sought-after by collectors afterwards. Uh, like the PSP or the Vita. Yeah, Cause, exactly. Because there, exactly. there, there, there are people that were devoted to the Vita and the oh, PSP. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I can definitely see this being another niche thing that who knows, but... I mean, yes, right now it can play a lot of stuff that, 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 that exists, but I mean, in the future, who knows where we're going to be. All right, on that note, we are going to wrap up today's episode. A um, lot of stuff. Um, once again, I have proven my cultured, unculturedness that I have in existence here. So with that being said, Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. And, of course, you can find Zygnus wherever you find great podcasts. But most of all, we want you to email your questions to us for our upcoming episode. I think I've picked what number that's going to be. Um, I will not reveal it on here, but it will be spoken about between the host afterwards. Um, where we will answer all of your questions. 
that you have been burning to ask us for, I don't know, we've been doing this for what, five years? No, we haven't been doing this for five years, like three. We've been doing this for an amount of time. Years. Um, approaching it'll be five years uh like the end of this year or beginning of next year yeah it's, it's getting close it's getting close but um we we want we want to get y'all's questions and, and hear what you all want to know from us but uh, if you want to do that of course email us at zygnus at gmail.com and as i said you can find us anywhere great podcast we found but uh we'll talk to you guys later bye 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 the show